0: Yeah, uh, the question was I've heard about artists getting blacklisted. What's that all about? Um good question. Um yeah, we the the, the famous blacklist, the famous blacklist. I mean, I my thought on this is is it's not quite as orchestrated as you might think. I think the blacklist is really if you've you've really burned a couple bridges, you have to keep in mind that people talk, right? And if I'm going to hire somebody, and I'm like, I'm really interested in that person, but I'm there's something that's sort of like not, I'm not a hundred percent for some reason, or I'm just, I, I need to be extra sure about this hire. I'm for sure gonna do some of my, some of my own homework and due diligence. And the best way of doing that is taking a look at where they've worked, and then poking people I know that work there or have worked there. Just be like, do you know the so-and-so? Can you say something about them? There's a lot of that going on all the time. And so the blacklist is less of a list that gets posted like and shared amongst many studios. It's more just the natural fact that we all know each other because it's a small world and it's very easy to get feedback on somebody and how they were on the job, um, especially, you know, when we know a lot of supervisors. And and so naturally, someone's going to know you. And um, we take that kind of feedback quite seriously because it's usually we're going to reach out to people that we trust people we've worked with before so we just trust their judgment and if they have a a particularly bad judgment about you that does set a, a bit of a flag and if we get one of those then we're going to dig a little deeper and see if there's more maybe it was just a fluke you know so it's really not in my opinion a list a physical list and it's more a mechanism a mechanism that comes from a small industry where we all talk i don't know if you got another perspective on this scott
1: Actually, I've got a question on this. It's like, how can someone get off of the blacklist? You know, if they've had a bad experience and they know about it, you Mm. know, it's like, man, I really didn't perform that well at the last studio. Um, How can you redeem yourself?
0: Yeah, that's a, that really comes, it really comes down to context, I think. Because I'll tell you one thing, like, I don't know anybody who doesn't have some bad history. I mean, I, I know there was, and then sometimes it's a, it's bad. It's just, it was just, communication and mis- misunderstandings um, lots of things can happen you're best off trying to redeem yourself while you're still there if you have the opportunity if you know that things aren't going well you need to find a way of 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 leveling with the people you're working with and making sure that they understand that they're they their the the job at hand is important to you and that you are going to give it everything you got You know, and at the end of the day, if you do that and have that conversation, I don't know what else you can do other Mm -hmm. than look forward forward face and look to do better on the next one learn from that experience turn you know turn those lemons into lemonade and find a way of of learning something critical from it and i mean i there's we all know stories there's there's stories about people that are legend at certain studios i remember some studios uh, some stories about a guy at ubisoft uh never ceases to amaze me uh there's a famous story about somebody and i can't remember all the, the details about it anymore someone who had um had thrown like a monitor or a cold computer out the window. <laughs> and yeah, there, there's some weird backstory, but the problem is that follows this person around now. It's like in and, and sometimes unfortunately broken telephone can like remove some of the some of the details that make it seem maybe more or less of a funny thing, you know what I mean? And um, so, yeah, I think that it, you, first thing is knowing about it. You gotta, you gotta be self-aware enough. And I think the only way you're going to get that is, is try to make sure that you're building a good rapport with the person you, you, who you report to and yep. make sure that they're giving you the goods. And And if they give you a glowing review, that's got no critical uh, sort of things dig, Be like, okay, but like, I'm really happy to get a review like this. It's, I am, I'm honored. But like, is there anything I can work on? The problem is, is that not all your supervisors, and this is, as far as I'm concerned, this should be a fireable offense of a supervisor. If a supervisor gives you nothing but good reviews, but then um or gives you like or, yeah gives you nothing but good reviews or is always you know giving you praise but then come time to to officially review you you suddenly get these like a bad a bad grade and uh, all these negative comments like the first time you've ever heard any of that stuff that is the supervisor not doing their job that's not your mm. fault um And so that's why I hate to tell you some of your supervisors aren't going to be very good, maybe because they're just not suited for it, maybe because they're just not experienced enough, Uh, maybe because they're just passive aggressive and they don't know how to be honest with you. There are a million reasons why. So because of that, and because that's all outside of your control, be proactive with getting feedback. Don't just rely it on your supervisor. Rely it on um, people that are peripheral to you. Ask your peers. Is there anything that you know, like that I can do that you think like, like any, area, any areas that I can improve on? Ask yeah. some of the other directors that you may have interfaced with before. Some of hopefully you got at least a couple directors on your production or supervisors or leads that are willing to give you that feedback. Yeah, but uh, it's a tricky one. I think Absolutely. getting the feedback is the first step, and then acting on it and getting better is the next.
1: Mm, yeah and to be honest if you're worried about getting blacklisted then maybe you need to take a look at what's going on like you know like if you're going oh i'm going to get blacklisted then then yeah like take a take a step back reflect and go so and and that's where you need to reach out and who was Mm -hmm. the conversation with where but you need to be vulnerable i think it was um, dave gibson you were having a chat with yeah, uh, and he was talking about right. in in leadership being vulnerable and saying yeah. hey guys like this is where we're at but yeah. as an artist you also need to be able to do that and be yep. be uh, comfortable and i think ted t mm-hmm. as well mm-hmm. spoke about it you know go yeah. to someone that you trust and that you know can turn the situation mm-hmm. around and say look this is where i'm at yep. um i need some help and yeah. maybe they, they back off a little bit of work from you, like maybe shuffle yeah. some of your shots around. Totally. And yeah, yeah. Yeah. Cause at the end, like, end of if, the day,
0: like if, if, if you're, like if you're, if you're, if the problem is you're not able to deliver the shots that you've got, mm. um, and that's giving you a bad reputation. You don't want to be that person, by the way, you don't want to be the person that no one wants to give shots to because they're worried about it not getting done. So you need to find a way of communicating that to your supervisor. Cause maybe the solution is you're just overloaded, you know? That's it. Like yeah. ask, for, yeah. ask for help. Don't what you don't want to do yep. is get to the 11th hour and like not deliver the goods. You got to give your lead or your supervisor enough time to adapt and to like give those shots to somebody else. So that somebody else doesn't have to stay till like, you know, midnight to get it done. Um, Cause that's not make you, yeah. that's not going to make you any friends either. Right? Like it's now you got a supervisor who's irritated at you as well as one of your coworkers. Cause they just have to clean up your mess. You gotta be proactive. Mm-hmm. You gotta be, you gotta put it out there and ask for help when you need it. Because people aren't going to remember that you ask for help they're going to remember they're going to remember if you didn't ask for help and you totally ambushed them with a sorry it's not going to get done yeah that, they're going to yeah. remember that way more <laughs> than they're going to remember oh this guy needs help or this this girl oh she's sure. sort of you know always needing a little help to get 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 across the finish line because that's that's reasonable and you're not leaving yeah. them in the lurch that way right
1: but it's also going to stick out in a supervisor's mind if you did ask for help. You know, it'll be like, "Hey, yeah. he actually wanted sure. to—they wanted to actually improve." Yeah. So, yeah,
0: yeah, yeah.
1: I'm going to remember that because they were proactive, and that's—they're yeah. the sort of people I can work with. Someone mm-hmm. like that. Yep. If someone needs a little bit more help, maybe their work's not quite there yet. Yep. But I can work with that
0: absolutely, and I can
1: help that grow into what we need for this production.
0: Totally.